0: Hey, What's going on, guys? It's Wes, and uh, welcome back to the Cheap and the Therapy podcast by Cheap and the Therapy Media, however you want to call it. Cheap in the Therapy, no matter what. And we do podcasts, <laughs> as you know, like I said, it's Wes, and uh, this is the one year anniversary of the Dino episode. So, we did this back and Fourth of July, and it just so happened that it was kind of a multitude of sh- um, like celebrations, if you will. One, we got to do it live. My dad came out from Dallas, and we were doing down downhill dead at my grandfather's house. And then we were also celebrating not only the 4th, uh, we were doing Father's Day, and his birthday was before that. So it was a good little culmination, so I'm pretty happy about that. So this episode kind of encapsulates this, everything that we normally talk about, kind of the cornerstones business and advice and life philosophy. You know, it makes it sound like we're really serious, and it's not, it's just more fun, so... Uh, we're gonna get right to it so we're um, gonna this little music that you're about to hear i um when i say i mix this i'm more just kind of like lined them up kind of and spliced them together but it's the most america intro i could do so you got top gun rocky 4 um we Found glory doing uh eye of the tiger and of course team america so it's fourth of july and there's uh, got america. so <laughs> let's just get right into it and enjoy the Dino episode one year anniversary podcast. Yeah, you
1: have a little side panel that has all their, and then you just, it ends up being just like a rabbit hole yeah. of, ooh, let's and click on this one, ooh, yeah. let's click on yeah. this one next. And,
2: and then, then I mentioned it to my buddy, to Billy, and he said, oh yeah, we went up there all the time. Yeah, and listen, and did the live part of that, which would be wild.
0: Yeah, and that's um, that's what we talk about, like why I say Dave Grohl is the savior to rock and roll, but like the savior to music, because the catalog in his head. He brought back cheap trick for my generation. Nobody thought, you know, Rick Nielsen's probably one of the greatest guitarists ever. And then, like, he had a song. He goes, "Man, who should?" He goes, "I need to do a song. We need a guitarist. Who should I get?" Rick Springfield. You're like, mean, the guy who did Jesse's girl, I, 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 and then the, you girl. see, and then that the, I, I um, yeah. So so that um, the. God, the like Sound the Sound City, the Sound song. City um, soundtrack. He was like, I need to get Rick fucking Springfield because he recorded there, and you I just have go. Say
2: that they don't call it classic rock.
0: It's just it's just rock.
2: Classic though, it's like classical music was five hundred years ago, right. like three hundred years ago. You
0: think like classic means more like timeless?
2: Absolutely,
1: it means that's where everybody get all the new stuff comes from. Them, it,
0: yeah. 90 percent of everything
1: die. that classic rock is a repeat
0: classic rock will never, never die, die because die. that's where there are certain bands or certain songs where you just go because we were like you know what what kind of music do you like you know like punk metal um but just like i would just say i just like a good rock song you know when you hear certain songs you're like that's a fucking rock song it's not it doesn't matter the genre or the subgenre. right you're like we're like uh marshall tucker great great fucking southern rock is a great yeah muscles the muscle shoals uh era that's where all the you know to have the mixture you know to do have aretha franklin and then to write her albums there to yeah um the rolling stones to leonard skinner and it's just like the house band black white they were it was all, it didn't matter. There's, they That's said there's a there, great documentary. That is probably, I would say, top, the top three rock documentaries would be Sound City, Muscle Shoals, and then 10 Feet from Stardom. Yeah.
2: What's in, you know, what just kind of flashed back to me was when we were in Nashville. Yeah. When we saw what Rob Zombie was there.
0: Yeah, that was the that was the most random Keith Urban played in the middle and that during the day. Street Keith Urban did a street concert and then we are walking
2: past. Zombie was in the outdoor amphitheater. Yeah,
0: and I'm like, "What the where and then hell yeah, yeah played the next night." Hell yeah was there. Cindy Lopper. Cindy Lopper was
2: at the Ryman. Right. That weekend. It was so it was just like we
0: but it was like the most unannounced. Nashville just seems like we we yeah that's, like you go that's there. That's kind of what it's about. Yeah, it's just, Na- Nashville's kind of weird though in that sense. And well,
2: I, what I think is what's going on is it's as much a oh that was a good one. It's a laboratory, if you will. Yeah, I mean it's more people are there
0: innovating. Right. They're. Uh, I mean Jack White's got his studio there.
2: Yeah, and they're they're they're, they're there trying to break out they're there trying to reinvent or there. everything
1: or the, just shy of standing outside and handing out their cds well the, i think a lot of I a mean, lot of i B. miss Lopper that
2: was her first performance in a long time so right to the Ryman.
0: and then a lot of bands what i realize with charleston is that you know i mean see even in myrtle beach see motley crew at house of blues or to have the Foo Fighters come to Columbia is, or, you know, hell yeah, to play at the music farm in Charleston. A lot of bands, well, one, it's an easy, you know, money wise, you're just like, hey, come for half a day, you know, you get paid and you're going, you're passing us anyway. But a lot of bands have been saying that they kind of, this nostalgic feeling of, oh, remember when we used to tour in a shitty van Right. And play and then smaller babies. Yeah. I'd rather play for two hundred diehard fans and it's just a great fucking show. Right. As opposed to just some big festival that, you know, people are trying to figure out what's the next concert as opposed to just enjoying that moment. And I that I think Nashville's really good for that. I, but the one thing about Nashville that was weird was that outside of like downtown, it's 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 a weird layout of a city for you know you have the was it broadway or fifth or whatever yeah whatever the main, the and drag drag yeah. really but there was nothing that outside of that you had to kind of know somebody to get a feel Makes for the sense. city i
2: mean the opry is a little removed from there right and then remember and like east nashville compared, concentrated
0: yeah so what
2: what was there but there was some cool like east nashville's where we yeah went to dinner
0: yeah like East Nashville like There was like cool parts But it wasn't like um, Like if you went to Not like I don't want to compare it to New York But you know You go to like um, So I'm going to put Nashville In the
2: Austin mm. Boulder Austin was Madison, Yeah that's a perfect
0: and Sixth Avenue
2: College Towns Because it's a v- Vanderbilt's there a Vanderbilt right. Hospital It's the state capital It has a lot Going with um austin texas um madison wisconsin
0: yeah boulder Colorado, right
2: auto you know those types of places where yeah. you have kind of a university scene
0: yeah yeah it really thing going on and if you look on a, a lot of tours it's hard to get the southeast but a lot you of them anything here well no the southeast is like we're talking like atlanta jacksonville not a lot of Not a lot of bands, but you always see when you see like a a small tour Midwest is you know the dominant or Northeast. Gotcha.
2: Well, well, no, no, just like in general. Closer
0: together. Right, Right. but like you know, connect
2: on a bus tour better. Yeah, I think they do.
0: Yeah, and I think there is something where a lot of the bands are from around there. Um, You know, so because like a new term, just a month ago, it's called Heartland Rock.
2: Have you heard that term?
0: Like John Mellencamp? Yeah. Yep.
2: Who else? Yeah. Who else would you put?
0: Um. Up? Well, Springsteen's from Jersey, but well, he's in that. But see, who that, else? Uh,
2: who else? Keep going. Um, you
0: Allman Brothers, Leonard Skinner. Now, I eh, that's more southern. Southern. There's another one. Think so, Detroit. Um. Know, who's 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 saying? Um. Kick out the jams. Uh.
2: Think think Midwest. M5. Think Detroit. Think, um Chicago. Who's from Detroit?
0: Um I'm going like Iggy Pop. Or Seeger. Oh, Seeger's from Detroit? Yeah. I didn't Tom realize Seeger. that. And then there's, there's got one trigger.
2: more serious Heartland guy. He's passed away. Well, I wouldn't or say Petty. Cash or Tom Petty. Oh I forgot Tom <laughs> Petty passed yeah. away. So Petty, Springsteen, um, Seeger, Mellencamp is is what this guy on the radio called Heartland Rock, and okay, I, so I thought
0: that was pretty I, interesting. I, I think it was blue collar. I well, think it's more. The, it's
2: more, but it's it's away from the coast. Now Springsteen is from Jersey, playing a lot about the coast.
0: But let's but see here, Heartland like, But I think I think the, the, America, the literally Seger, I think literally people thought Bruce that Goldstein. that Springsteen would perform the and they Eagles? go back to the car. Then go back to the car wash. Like, like he was relatable, even though he's now doing a podcast with Barack Obama.
2: Yeah, well, (laughs) and he's, his, if you watch his last
0: special, it's like, he's
2: very philosophical. Yeah,
0: and Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine, Mm -hmm. arguably the Jimi Hendrix of the 90s, um, toured with him, because they covered Maggie's Farm. Oh, really? Yeah, Rage did, and it was, Rage's cover album is fucking incredible uh, I mean he did everything from Kick Out the Jams to Maggie's Farm to um, How Could I Just Kill a Man by Cypress Hill it's, I mean it was so good but Tom Morello on the 25th anniversary of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame you know Springsteen did this and then Tom Morello comes out and does the solo and it's like guitar string breaking awesomeness uh-huh. and he toured with him they did like a tour as he was like a guest and so it's like it's cool that and then you have Gus Van Not like Gus Van He's a movie But the guy from Sopranos Yeah um, uh, Steven Vance Stevie Yeah Little Stevie Yeah And you're just going How It's just got such a great talent pool I would say Brian Adams Might be a Heartland Rock
2: um, Is he Canadian? Isn't Brian Adams? Yeah no. but I,
0: yeah. No no I'm just You know Yeah no Brian But Adams it's it's a series. genre it's a, yeah it's it's a, yeah. it's a, this a, what if you put heartland rock in your, I did, yeah, and I've got
1: okay, so oops.
0: God, there I love Seeger i love, Seeger. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I love I can't, um what is it not the on the road again yeah on the road. oh man mm-hmm. it's so, so goes good
1: from let's see here we got Bob seger Bruce Springsteen, the Eagles.
0: Next to the Eagles. Yeah. Goo
1: Goo Dolls.
0: Mm-hmm. Goo Goo Dolls actually. Sorry, and the Blowfish. Columbia, mm-hmm. South Carolina. Yeah. Um, uh, Heartland and Myers. Darius Rucker is a very nice guy. Yeah. Very cool. Um, what was that done? But there was, uh, our, we were talking about Hank Azaria earlier. He yeah. was on that show, Ray Donovan, for a season. And there was uh, a scene where. Melissa he, Etheridge. he was singing like Hank Azaria's character went from like FBI director to like karaoke singer at the airport bar oh, and man. um he said he Ray needed him and he goes I got two words for you Bob motherfucking Seeger and he made yeah. Ray sing um god what? W- it was so good and, but when when Hank Azaria sings it you know he gets done with the song he goes fuck you I was awesome you guys sucked and that was so but oh god it was so good. Oh, turn was, the Page. Turn that was it, yeah, Turn the Page, yeah. yeah. And it, oh god it was so and I'm like, God Bob Singer got some soul in him too. He really does. Yeah. Um because Metallica covered Turn the Page mm-hmm. and a lot of people argue that they didn't have the the soul because the, you could really when Bob sang it, you're you're like, This guy is fucking lonely. <laughs> Metallica like appreciate the song, and they did a, they did a great job. Don't get me wrong, but but like when you start to feel you know he's, you could tell he was riding that on the bus type of yeah type oh. of thing. Yeah, that's I think when the heartland music is relatable.
2: No, there's no doubt that's uh, you know you would you would kind of tie it back to Arlo Guthrie and yeah. like what you might call early folk yeah Uh, that old hobo
0: um
2: depression
0: almost uh, like a bluegrass not
2: yeah i mean our our, lyric lyric wise yeah no it's it's a little bit maudlin it's a little bit melancholy 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 whatever yeah but uh, it's you know there's no doubt Melanchamps, like you can pin heartland on him because he's pink houses man indiana
0: yeah You know, and yeah, he was at the high school graduation, Jackie man. Diane, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's, um, I think he's Justice had her third, third, th- third, yeah. All right, yeah, and, um uh, with Michael, things are going great. All awesome. mm-hmm. right, shout out. Michael's turning, uh, shit, 36 in, in two weeks. Cool. So. so they live here, yeah, uh, Bluffton, yeah, so they're doing, they're doing good. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's, um, I would say like, Mellencamp had so many great songs. But I what cracked me up was with Springsteen when uh Bush got the first Bush got elected as president, or was it Reagan? I don't know, but they used Born in the USA as the acceptance song. But they it's the I the kind of the joke wasn't like, did you guys read the yeah. lyrics? It uh-huh. was it was like it was an anti. They're like, yeah, but I was like, I've been fucked. I was born in the USA. It was sure. that blue collar. It was the kind of the Whoop. the anti Republican right. song, Absolutely. and it was, it was kind of funny because it's like, yeah, um, you guys kind of missed the mark on this that one. Whole, uh, yeah, it's patriotism
2: for patriotism's sake. Right. So you're using the words and the you're symbols, using- but you're not really like. Yeah, like nothing um, behind it.
0: Yeah, like uh, Paul Paul Ryan said he was a Rage Against the Machine fan, and Rage Against the Machine stood for against everything that Paul Ryan did. So Tom Morello put the best uh, term. So he goes, he's a treadmill, Rage Uh, Against the Machine fan. He jammed out to it running. But he didn't really listen to the lyrics. Interesting. So I go, yeah. So he's like, yeah, you can rock out to it. It's, you know, you like, you know, beat you, and melody. Beat and melody. Not you're kind of singing the lyrics, but you're not really like reading the lyrics. Right. And he goes, I mean, that's why it was like the perfect response to, hey, rather than like, hey, go fuck yourself, this and this. He's like, yeah, the, I call them treadmill fans. Well, I. No, you if listen to him at the gym.
2: If you're listening to a band called Rage Against the Machine, yeah, that was the funniest part. Clues.
0: And I want to go on record that everybody goes, they think that Rage, um, they're they're anti-fascist. They're not anti, well, they're not anti-capitalist because um, they think that everybody that hates Rage should, you know, they're like, oh, if you hate it so much, you know, you're getting paid all this money and blah blah blah. They're like, oh, they're not saying that not working hard and you know getting your money but i was like but they do a lot of uh, they do a lot of good too they're getting
2: a lot of it's based the basic premise behind democracy is is not authoritarianism right so you can't, democracy and capitalism are not ones
0: exclusive they're one's economic and one's political
2: philosophy yeah i mean um authoritarianism is you can't say
0: you say it Only if I say you can say it. Right. So what is it? They said that uh, capitalism is feudalism with two extra steps. (laughs) Well, it's kind of, but with somebody also said that capitalism is, it's not the best, but it's the best that has worked so far. Well, and I would say that companies
2: like your company and companies like my company. Yeah. Take good
0: character there's no what proletariat bourgeois. the real
2: the real meaning of what it you know what capitalism should be aspirationally is right that everybody does well
0: well yeah everybody does well it's like hey you treat i like seeing what the company makes and i know but they also treat me very well i'm not sitting there bitter like oh fuck them i need to they need right. to pay me you're not more. Not being
2: exploited.
0: You're right. It's like I'm I'm compensated for the work that I do. Right. Um. I read a review and it was like, oh, what it's like to work there. And they're like, oh, well, these guys only care about, blah 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 blah. But they say the pros of working there is that everybody's really cool to work with. I'm like, yeah. I think that's kind of the point. I don't know where you guys have ever worked where you know if you're a server, you're getting paid two fifty an hour and you're you're basically eating shit. To, you're you're kissing ass. I, you're basically a stripper well, without the, taking so, your clothes so off. The,
2: to me, the model if the model is set up that everybody that works there is set up if they do their job to make a livable wage. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Right. If it's set up that the guy at the top makes as much as he can, and everybody else right is grateful to have a job because if they didn't have a job, they were one right? rent payment away from eviction. That's not a company. No, it's not. It's um, A company is, I'm gonna take a vacation this year. Yeah, I got PTO. I have 100,000 miles on my car. I might be able to buy a new car this That's year. That's exactly what happened That's to me. That's what a company is. Not, uh, oh shit, I better show up. Not cutthroat. Or, yeah, or my boss is off in Hawaii. Yeah, it, 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 you know, and he took a private jet, and like the Wall Street guys. Yeah, Well I have to buy a 1999 Camry. Yeah, and hope
0: that I can drive to work because my buddy knows how to fix it. That's and just not. Yeah, that's um, that was that seems like to be the the 80s model of well, Wall Street.
2: Yeah, no, well, what I'm also hoping is that the pandemic. We talked about this before. When the when the workers are pushing back,
0: now they are for
2: sure. It's like, dude, okay, I'm gonna work at Taco Bell, and I'm gonna do that <laughs> shitty stuff that you make me do in the back or in the front or whatever. Yeah. However, when I leave here, I'm gonna have enough
0: money to pay my rent. And yeah. I'm off. And when I'm off the clock, I'm off the fucking clock.
2: Well, yeah.
1: Oh, well, I wish that was
2: real. <laughs> Well, I mean...
0: I've but if you're management, I've, you get compensated.
2: Well... Sometimes. Yeah, I think sometimes, too, that there's an exploitation. Uh, well, because they always say, the well, end, I'll find somebody that will do it. To me, the whole hourly thing is, is used on both ends. It's like, I'll promote you to assistant manager so you're no longer exempt. Or right. You're, or yeah. You are an exempt employee so you can work 60 hours without average, without overtime and... I'm going to restrict the number of hours on the lower end, so yep. you you're not full time, so you don't get all the benefits. So yeah, so that's
0: like, what. That's yeah, that's what retail retailers do. Restaurants yep. do. Vic, Vic knows exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, her manager purpose, like it's the dickish move to put somebody at like 38 hours.
1: It's or a, yeah, because we get we're commission based on top of it and. Based, your commission is reflected after how many hours you work. So if they keep you under a certain amount, they bank on more of it than you do.
2: Your cut's lower, yeah. So the business model is par- part of the profit and business model is to optimize the amount of commission that you can... <gasps> take away from your employees that's not a that's not capitalism right 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 in my mind that's not it no it's it's about it's not doing well for everybody
0: right i think there's this i to me it's um kind of like the idealist is everybody gets treated fairly equally and compensated for the work that they do and they shouldn't be threatened by you know you get sick you shouldn't worry about being fired um that's that communist mentality where that we're all equal but it obviously doesn't it sounds good on paper but it obviously doesn't work because somebody has to control what's the funny part about it is that somebody has to control the money so therefore you already that's just you nix that but then capitalism can work because you're just like all right well i put my work in it's it's like it's the best that you got so far so like you know, you got to go to practicality mixed with Id- idolo- uh, idolo- uh ideology, ideology. Sorry, thank but you. But you should not build a business if you.
2: To me, it's like okay. Here's the deal. I'm Taco Bell, and if I can't pay my people right. enough money to support a family, then I shouldn't be a business. Right. Or the tacos should cost more. Right now, the other side of that is a guy at the lower levels. This was the thing that was. It's an interesting to me. It was like in the grocery store when we had unions in New York, you could be a cashier, stay there your entire life, and get raises to the extent that you made like climb the ladder. Just like well, well, you were you were outside the skill set of management, but you were being paid like management. Right. You're, so yeah. it's like, it, can you put a cap on the line work? Right. Because, so, you know, that's the real the real the balance there. It's like, you're going to overpay the line work in some instances, so you want to cap the line work. You don't want to make them, you don't want to exploit it. But if someone gets to a certain point and they can't advance. right in the organization promote within they they should be capped okay I don't know no yeah yeah, because like
1: my mom with her job when she went from part time to full time she got a raise right but she will never get another one after that no matter how long she works there that's they don't do raises anymore
2: oh that's fucked up they do incentive
0: bonus no zero zero wow I was like
1: why do you work there then she's like because I'm bored
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> so they bank off of her, like, people like her. Mm-hmm. This is like, Walmart greeters. There's something in between. That's all I'm... I'm no, th- it's I'm a balance. Get to, yeah. yeah. But
1: then, he, then again, she works at a car dealership. She's not a salesperson. I feel sorry for the salespeople. Oh,
0: God, I feel so bad for people sales. People who sell right. cars
1: yeah. do not make money. Wow. Even if you, <laughs> They, like, if they don't sell a car, they will get, like, some sort of pay but then they have to pay that back once they do sell a car sure.
0: it's that is a yeah. terrible a business model
1: that i mean yeah. yeah like when i worked at subway i mean yeah i got my raises but then when i got to be management it was like well i can control way better what we're spending and within less than six months i got everyone in my store a raise because it was yeah. like and everybody was happy. Everybody loved to be at work. Yeah. And they, you know, and I had high school kids, Right. <laughs> you know, they didn't, they weren't paying rent. So when they saw that raise, they were ecstatic.
0: So this kind of, this translates well into, um, the office space thing I sent you, um, where the most powerful thing you can do for as a worker is not do anything when your boss asks you to do something, you say, no, why? Cause I don't want to do it. And I, it's, I it, did that. Well, no, because what they're, they're saying is if, if the philosophy is that I'm told to come in on Saturday and Sunday to be a team player, but you want to go live your life and there is no life outside of work. So you just say, but then the bobs, see him not being challenged enough so they see the potential so it's kind of like the greatest thing that Peter did was say yeah I'm not going to do it because I just don't want to <laughs> and it's, it's just but it's the greatest form of resistance because the upper upper management is saying no we want this guy but the the manager's going no you know, because well, he was he the wants one to doing all his work well no he was doing bullshit work yeah so it's just so like uh, dad you told me the most powerful the what is it the only one word sentence is no no is a full sentence is a full sentence right Uh so i i've said it before why don't you do that wes because i don't want to Mm -hmm. and i knew with confidence that nothing would happen to me with that and it was because and then drew pointed out something where it's like don't undervalue yourself because if you pay me or like if victoria does some marketing if in dream set, like if you pay me $300, you're going to get $300 for the work, work. Yeah. But I'm valued at with my skill set at X amount of dollars. So I'm only going to do, you're like, I'm going to do the best I can for what you're going to pay me for. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that people think that, um, you know, I have to go above and beyond because I'm afraid that I'm going to get fired because somebody will do it for cheaper. But you're, it's like you're not getting, you, so, it's, it's a weird balance. To, like that's, that's the hardest part. For our, no, no one should get fired for being adequate.
2: Yeah. Right. No one should be fired for for doing their job. Now, if you are ambitious and you it should be rewarded, want yeah. to mm-hmm. do more. That that's some element of differentiation. Right. No. Yeah. It's it's saying like so maybe maybe the next raise promotion
0: whatever. Yeah, if you want to Put get after truck. it and climb, go for yeah. it. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that's well, what that's, I'm all about.
1: That's how I got to be store manager because I went above and beyond. And my manager at the time didn't appreciate it. And my mom turned around. She goes, that's not your job. Quit doing her job for her. So I did. I stopped doing her job for her. Within two months, she turned around and just out of nowhere quit her job like quit and put her two weeks notice in because so i wasn't doing it for her anymore yeah and then they turned around and offered it to me and then they turned around and was like well i have to train you in how to do all this it's like i already
2: know i got this i yeah. hadn't i
1: needed zero training i was like i've already done all this and they're like you've got to be kidding me and i'm like no i just i quit doing my boss's job for her my yeah. mom was like, if the ship is going to sink, let it fucking sink. It's and not your that
0: place. Just, right Dad, we now. just talked about that yeah. yesterday.
2: It's a kind of a, we call it Coke and popcorn. Popcorn and Coca-Cola. Uh, it's like my job here is to go to the seats and watch this right. play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what you did. It's yeah. Like, uh, Kick your feet up and you're like,
0: bitch, yeah, I am just going to watch. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm doing my part. Yeah, but, this but is something's going to happen out here where I'm like I'm in the stands. I have am not going to I'm not yeah. going to make it happen and I'm not going to prevent it from happening. Nope. I'm just going to watch it happen. I want to show up do it my thing. It so, was
1: it was so hard too, cuz it was like mm-hmm. I want to to like do it and get it done, but it was at the same time my mom was like you weren't hired to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't right. take that stress on. It's not your job. And so i i did like i i put my hands up and i was like i'm here to do this you don't pay me to do that
0: so yeah it's tough to and, like so that I, well, no. yeah
1: it did she she sunk so fast
0: yeah it's like it's it's hard to lean you know, as a worker because we've been threatened so many times like we'll find a replacement it's not an issue mm-hmm. and then to like stand up for yourself because the it really is the climate like fine fuck you you're fired
1: yeah that was
2: i think 2021 <laughs> so, is the year
0: of the employee there that's that's Honestly. gonna we have the uh, well we when i say we like it right now workers have the upper hand but it's not gonna last
1: but at the end of the day well, management isn't gonna step down to do the lower job
0: no and but I would, I would i
2: would ask both of you is your generation ready to write that wrong
0: well so we're we're on the tail end of the millennial uh-huh. so we're in this mix of working really hard and seeing what hard work can do we don't expect anything yeah, but the leadership of people that your mm-hmm.
2: age—I think do you think that they're going to be the same old douchebag exploiters. Or you
1: um, I hope a, not. I I think that I wasn't.
0: I don't. I don't do management.
1: Yeah, he he refuses to ever do management.
0: Uh, but if if if, if <laughs> you were, um, I philosophically yeah, philosophically you
1: were training last week. That's I what was kind training. Of a well,
0: oh, I, my my thing is, if pay. I'll take but it's like I got offered that Wild Wings to be management from a bartender I'm like so you want me to come in earlier leave later and while I'm watching the bartender make $600 a night yeah yeah like, and
1: watching them make the, mistakes yeah. and then fix it that's
2: and, and, what yeah. I was talking about before yeah you know, that's a trap of I'll make you assistant manager so you can work more hours yeah the ma- to pay you by the hour yeah.
0: right your salary so I, once you go into salary you're exploited to the right. nth degree I would, I would like to think that if I got to that sort of management, my philosophy is don't put me in a position I don't want to be in. Right. So I don't just like, if you need help, please tell me because I'm responsible for you now and just, I'm going to help you and do everything I can. If you want to stay late and learn it, I'll, I'll help you. Like I don't care because it's my ass on the line too, so, but I'm like, I've always said, even when I was working in the bar and like Scott and Robert were underage, they're like, What's gonna come in? I'm like, please just don't put me in a position I don't want right? to be in. I don't wanna get yelled at no. Because I, to I have fired. to micromanage you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I hate micromanagement. I hate it's kinda of like the, the yeah, the philosophy is just don't put me in a position I don't wanna be in. But have I you
2: aren't aren't there people that you have worked for that you might either
0: Emulate in terms of the way they treated you, or Pot, Potter and Potter was—he's kind of told me the rules, very like one more like guidelines. Um, but he did it right where put me on Sunday night because just like like at any band, you're gonna suck, but you learn your rhythm and then you kind of slowly work your way up. But he, when he would hear certain things, he's like, "Yeah, was well, just don't do that." Like don't talk shit about bands, Uh because maybe somebody likes that band. So he goes, if you don't like the band, just don't talk about them. Gotcha. So it was like kind of like, like, do your own thing. But I'm I'm like Vic, I'm task I'm task oriented. Mm -hmm. So it's like what what needs to get done. I don't give a shit how you do it. Just get it done. done. And that's. Personally, with George Carlin said, he's like, I take responsibility for my actions. Is that a new thing? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Like, you Chris Rock. I take care of my kids. Yeah. Yeah. You want a fucking cookie? Yeah, you low expectation. Yeah. yeah. You low expectation. I would rather get
1: paid more to work less, but work hard. Yeah. Then work longer, get paid less, and just slack off. I just,
0: you know, if you work at a good job, I don't see it as work. You know, I'm learning a mm-hmm. trade right now. So. No matter what, like, God forbid the company folded, you know, I can say, yeah, I can do this.
2: Yeah, No doubt.
0: So no. the diversifying skill set, you know, so. But I don't know uh, how is you that, were but able. Is
2: there a staff? So
0: I'll call you a line position. Yeah. Manufacturing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So is there a staff position that supervises line function? Yeah. Mm hmm
0: that you would aspire to? Uh, yeah. Um, if my he sk- might get
1: bored. <laughs> if my
0: skill set gets to the point where they say, you get, uh, so basically, if you're, you have a primary, so I'm really good at pack. So the next step is to be really good at, you know, the next finishing. So when your skill set gets to the level required, that's when you go up to, like,
1: the next one
0: like lead of that section and then you go to like sell lead and then okay. but it's really good at the floor manager is basically like he's your union rep i don't talk to anybody above him Got it. he i <laughs> now not to say that the the no, coo and too. all this stuff no, like no, he's a nice good. dude and he'll come around like there's yeah. not like a, you're afraid to talk to him but it's right. like it's they're really good Uh, the the two things about work they said that lose efficiency are meetings and managers (laughs) okay and it's true i don't need to be in a meeting because it's not my job and i'm not a manager so the managers should talk to the higher-ups For sure. and then they talk to you but a lot of the stuff that happens in a meeting that's an email so it's Mm -hmm. it's like when i had to go do I had to do a meeting and I'm like pissed cause I have to like, I'm like, you guys are taking like, I get out of the meeting. I'm like, that's five minutes that could happen in an email. And you took me away from an hour's worth of work and that, you know, so it's, and they, it, obviously they realize that. I mean, they, when they see production, they're like, okay, well, so-and-so was not there right. and it's all evaluated. But I'm like, you know, where you're just going, Why the fuck did I get away from you? <laughs> you know, I just need it. Mm-hmm. I wanna work. This is not meant for me. You know, I'd rather you have the, my manager tell me, Hey, we talked about this and you pull me aside for a few minutes and talk to me on my break or something like that and it's like, Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, so. I would I would say the one thing that I learned so the first day I was at New York Life was October twentieth, nineteen eighty. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at a desk and I'm like Maybe in ten years I'll make this amount of money and I'll be a boss, right? right. So that happened, in like in three years. Mm-hmm. And what I uh, what I concluded was, you know, I was I wasn't ready for the responsibility. Right. Um,
0: Were you like George Costanza when he's like, I don't know what I do?
2: no it it was more like i wasn't i'm not trained yet to be a leader of people right to to instruct people or to be in charge or supervise people right but my somehow the organization people leave yeah you know they quit they retire they get pushed to another department and so there's some organic nature of of that so Sometimes it's what I would say is it's it's difficult to be in charge. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it, so it's they really actually. It's really easy to criticize those in charge. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's really hard
0: to be in charge. Yeah, they actually offer management. They get classes. it from
1: they get it from both ends. It's like it's you, get, you get you get yelled at there. from the higher up. Yeah, but you're none of none the of the, the mouth. none of the lower level people ever see how much comes from up top because the management is the one that takes all that in and they're like okay
0: yeah like this sucks
1: but now I have to delegate this to everybody else but I mean if like with when I started doing management it was like we're not doing three-hour meetings this is stupid yeah if it's something new or whatever I'm gonna be here for 10 minutes I'm gonna show you what it is and then we're gonna go home I don't want to be here you don't want to be here Yeah. And if something was going wrong It would be like, okay I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna talk to you about it for five minutes And hope to God we don't have to do it again
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry
1: Because it's like, I don't want to deal with the paperwork You don't want to be here for this So it's like, and the thing that was nice is Having high school kids Is like their first job So you could just mold Mold them to You know, to understand that And what was so nice was the fact that I could leave and know Full and well, that they would take care of it because the simple fact was, I gave them everything that they they needed. Yeah, I didn't hold it back and like tuck it away in my office and like, you know, make them struggle and suffer to try to get stuff done, which my, our old boss did, wow. and it was just like
0: it's like trial uh, not it
1: was like trial a trial by con-
0: fire, but
1: it was like, like you control. got it control. It was like yeah, we know your management, but you don't have to like hold everything away from your staff to make it make them struggle
0: right right, right. so you if you gave them like every tool
1: that they needed
0: right. and said hey
1: you got this if you need me give me a call yeah if if you're not able to finish something just let me know and yeah. you, and that's fine I'm not gonna yell at you you know
0: yeah and the <laughs> hardest thing for me is to ask for help and that's I get that yeah I kind of joke well we always joke you know the real when it's like what's your biggest weakness and for me it's asking for help because you don't want to after like I should know it but if I don't and I need help it's really hard because you don't want to you feel like an inconvenience or in the way but then I joke now if I went into an interview it's like what's your weakness how much time you got it's like (laughs) it's like I got it. it I, I would say I would use the word
2: isolation well, as a as you a, don't want
0: to disappoint the people I well, think but that's but the, the but
2: what I would say is the 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 opposite end of asking for help is isolation and isolation might be one of the most challenging emotions of of any emotion because mm-hmm. you don't feel supported you don't you know to be alone in something to not be able to share it is as is is worse than fucking it up right it really is that's
0: when like towards the end of the day you gotta get that w you gotta get that boat in the water and not a lot of people know like for me like don't know pack so i have this plan in my head on like okay i'm 10 steps ahead and like what can I do to help and I'm like in my cousin Vinny I wish you could help but I don't know how because I have to show you my process and it's not saying my process is perfect but it's like I already got half of it done so I can't I don't have time to train you at this moment right now oh, and it, you I know like what I mean training. Like, I don't mind training but it's just like I got an hour to teach you something that's I've been doing for two years
2: well, that 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 is also kind like of like I want it, I want it, a a company, I want the help. I just don't know how com- to ask a for company it. Company responsibility of I need the help and I need the space to
0: train. Yeah.
2: So mm-hmm. here's when we're going to do it. So right. In essence, you have to take me off the responsibility curve.
0: Yeah. Well, it's yeah. I'm that's I, that's, it. well, we, that's the hardest. We're, we're been talking because luckily the team lead I have now, the guy's ex food and bev. And he knows, he goes, Wes, you're a food and bev guy. I go, absolutely. And he goes, so you do everything. In your head, it's like, like you don't ask for help. You have to... Just get it done. Just get the fuck done. You're in charge of your own world in that. So it's like, I, I go to the wheels fall off. And it's like, and they see that, but it's like, Wes, you don't have to do that. And I go, it's not me being rude or trying to like uh, upstage somebody. I just and he goes we're trying to. he's like let us we gotta let you help so they gave me like a few hours to train a guy so i could say hey this is how this this like these little things that just add up in time yeah. where i can just focus on the most important part that i can say hey can you get you know the kit ready the in the hardware like that stuff you, that you
2: also have to get it in your head that every delay or mistake or interruption is not fatal.
0: Right, and, and it's, it's, if it's built get, in. I'd rather get, and it's the big thing is, it's i rather great. have an, I, they call it INCs and ENCs, internal non-conformance, external. Yeah. So an INC is a lot better because the customer doesn't send it back. Correct. So what's worse is, I kind of joke that if something gets sent back, um, it's like on your credit report. It stays on your team production for like six months. Sure. So I was like, what? It's like fucking bad credit? And it's kind of like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But so it's like, I'd rather get out. They're saying we'd rather get out nine good lights than 15 shitty ones. And obviously, that's the All idea. Right, so I
2: think that that means that we should play Love Train. Mm-hmm.
0: Love Train? Yeah. All right. Well, Let's we, we start with that. I, I, I If you guys didn't notice when we were talking about Office Space, I played Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, Give we me did. another OJ song. I don't, I don't know much OJ except for that Well, the there's murders. Backstabber. No, uh, for the love of money, stairway to heaven. Oh, Backstabbers, there we go.
1: That'll be a good one to take it out to.
0: What? Backstabber? Mm-hmm. Do I know this song? We're talking about a uh, corporate life. Okay, but life. let me. But corporate I want. I wanna, I know.
1: I'm already ready to go to bed so I can go to work in the morning.
0: I want to, but I also want to put it out there and see the off chance that anybody from work listens to it. I love my fucking job. No, we can tell. We know. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's uh, it's, it's like, confusion on I've never I've never been in this kind of position where I, I like my job and I get compensated. So so
2: all, all, all it's either been one or the other. If you're overdoing and anything worth doing is worth overdoing. So
0: mm-hmm. That's what I, I think my they, feel about they're, when they're, I drink
2: beer. They're telling you you're overdoing it and they're just trying to reel you in Yeah, and chill Mm -hmm. you out. But in the meantime, keep overdoing it, man. It it never hurts.
0: Like you said, it's hard to get fired for uh, working too hard. Overdoing (laughs) it. If you're lazy, it's easy to get fired. But if you're working your balls off to get it, it's really hard to get fired. All right, let's go. OJ's uh, backstabber. All right, here we go. Let's uh, backstab. Give me some
2: volume on this. Okay, we're
0: gonna. I'll crank this one.
2: All right. Is it with Daryl? Oh,
0: you want the one with Daryl?
2: I would love yeah, if we can get more. the Daryl Hall version. Here we have a little uh, intro. Right? All right, here
1: we go.
0: So, Dad, we want an, we want an outro, okay, so do I'll do the official, when I use that term, I'll use that term very lightly. Um, I'll do the official outro, but you'll uh, send us off. All right, so, guys, Dino episode, wrapping it up. This is actually the one-year anniversary Father's Day episode birthday episode anniversary episode we all decided it was the best idea let's do it live Fuck it we'll do it live From don't
1: forget fourth of july episode. and fourth of july and
0: episode of this july. was a package deal we had a little bit of soul we talked about economic philosophy we music. talked about music yeah. we had some good background we talked about office space i mean fuck. this has been a great episode victoria i love you baby thank you for being the voice my voice of reason <laughs> and dad and my sound I say
2: early happy birthday
0: to Yeah. And you are turning <laughs> Yeah. You don't ever tell a woman's age.
1: I'm turning <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Over 20 less than What'd 50. <laughs> yeah.
1: My the- second annual twentieth birthday.
0: There, we, there you go. There we go. So do the math, <laughs> fuckers. All right. So dad's twenty. Right, taking so, it out. Yeah. Watch your. Does that watch. mean I
1: get two 20 year twenty-year-olds for my birthday?
0: Watch well, two. you got you got a twi- you got a fifteen-year-old mindset right here. So all right, dad, outro is out. Watch your back. Yeah. All right, and and scene. All right, guys, that was it—the one-year anniversary of the Dino episodes on Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. You can hear this, obviously, whatever platform that you're on. You can go to Anchor.fm for slash cheaper, uh, cheaperthantherapymedia.com, and um, yeah, if you go to Anchor dot Anchor.fm for slash cheaper, we'll have every platform: Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. All those will be right there. Go to our website, cheaperthantherapymedia. Ah, that cheaper therapy media podcast god just plugging plug 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 so dad thank you so much for the for just jumping in man it's it's so much fun to do this with you vic you're the best and amazing and i love you and uh, we have some dirty under 30 our sub 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 subsection uh shows coming up so it's gonna be pretty awesome <laughs> god. we're going to jail for this one so again thanks for tuning in guys and uh Let's, uh, let's uh, take ourselves out with a little Rick Astley and Justin Timberlake. Sound good? All right, guys. And see uh, you guys on the other side. Big kisses. Huh? Yeah. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. A full no commitment's while I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this far any other.